Okay, let's get started with Parshas Kedoshim, Tavshinayin Dalit. After the uh, Pesach break, we are back, and we are into Parshas Kedoshim, one of the most chock-full Parshios of the entire Torah. And Baruch Hashem, this year it gets its own week. We don't it doesn't have to share the limelight with uh, Parshas Achremos, which itself has uh, many many mitzvos. But this week it uh, we have just Kedoshim. And it's not just Kadoshim, but it is Kadoshim Tihiyu that we are called upon to be, to be Kadosh. I'll have to say it right at the beginning of the parsha, and we'll start off with two short thoughts. One of them well known, one of them not as well known. The first thought is well known, uh, but here you have it inside in the form of a story of, from Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. Rabbi Yisrael Salanter relating to the mitzvah of Hocheach Tochiach Es Amisecha. Giving proper rebuke to one's fellow Jew, which is one of the hardest mitzvos that we are called upon to do, bismanazeh, because erring on either side will, will not gain the, the uh, goal that we want to reach. If we give tochacha when we shouldn't be giving tochacha, so that's a problem, as the Gemara says, kishem she mitzvah lomar davar hanishma, kach mitzvah shelo lomar davar she'eno nishma, just like it's a mitzvah to say what we should say, it's a mitzvah not to say what we shouldn't say, but on the other hand, also we have the chiv of giving tochacha, so we can't not give tochacha in a place where we need to give tochacha. So, uh, it is one of the mitzvahs that needs to be focused on and we will not do the halachic implications tonight. We've done that in the past. A thought from our Salvation we discussed last year. But today we'll just do the story. One of the Talmidim of Yisrael Salanter came to Rabbi Yisrael, source number one, from the second volume of Akras Shabbos Oneg. And he said, Rebbe, I heard that in a faraway land, there's a Rifion Hadas. There's a, there's a people that, that need chizuk. There's a people that need some tochacha. They need some, uh, I'm going to go give drushes. I'm going to go inspire them. I'm going to go bring them up to the ladder of spirituality. Rishol Salanta says that sounds great, but there's not enough work to do here. What do you have to look for uh, across the land? Just, just open your eyes. Look at our town. Look at our city. You don't have to have to go anywhere else. Rebbe, you're right. You're right. I'm going to work on inspiring my own town first. Why should I go across the land? I have to. There's plenty of work to do here. So Rishol Salanta says, better another question. How about your family? He says, what are you looking through the town for? He says, your own family needs some... You're ready, you're right. You're right. Why should I look through cross town? The whole town I have to, I have to, I have to look at to inspire? My own family. There's plenty of work to do within the walls of my own house. Yisrael Salanter continues and says, and what about you? And what about yourself? Rebbe, you're right. Why should I look across the world? Why should I look at my own town? Why should I look at my family? I have to start looking inside. As the saying goes, I wanted to change the world. And then I realized before changing the world, I needed to change my city. And before changing the city, I needed to change my family. But before doing any of that, I need to work on myself. The first source, the first recipient of our tochacha must be ourselves. Must be before looking outwardly, we have to first look inside, and that is the Chazal. He quotes it at the end of source number one from Kuf Zayin and Bamitziah. Kishot kishot achirim. First, work on oneself, and then we can work on others around us. That is the mitzvah of Tochacha, and that's quoted here from Yisrael Salanter. Okay, that gets the ball rolling for tonight. The story of first working on ourselves. The second small thought to start off with our two thoughts, one from a father, one from a son. First the Chassam Sofer, and then from the Ksav Sofer. 
we have in the second Pasuk, the third Pasuk in the Parsha, beginning of Parsha's Kedoshim, by Daber Hashem Moshele Mor, Daber El Kol Adas Bnei Yisrael Vamartalehem, speak to the entire congregation of the Jewish people, tell them, Kedoshim to hear you. Be Kadosh, Ki Kadosh, because I am Kadosh. As Hashem, we'll have to get back to that Lashon, Ani Hashem Alokeichem. What's the first specific mitzvah that's given in the Parsha? Pasuk Gimel, Ish Imo Va'aviv Tira'u. Person has to be in awe of their parents. Ishimo v'aviv tiro ve'ez shabsos haytishmoru and keep Shabbos. Ani Hashem Elokeichem. I am Hashem your God. Again, famous question already asked by Chazal. What is the connection between these two mitzvos that are put in the same pasuk? Kibur mora avaim and Shabbos. What is the connection between the two? So Rashi already tells us. Source pasuk Gimel. What's the connection? Samach Shmira Shabbos Lomorav. Why are they put together Lomar to teach me? Afal Pishahiz Harticha Almorav. Even though I've warned you about being in awe of your father, don't forget your father with a capital F. Im Yomalacha Chalelaz Ashabis, Al Tishmalo Vachem Bishar Kalamitzos. Rashi says the, the key is Kibarav Aim or Morav Aim, but Shmir Shabbos is a limit on that. Meaning, if my father, my parent, asks me to be mechalel, Shabbos, or do any other Avera, I'm not allowed to listen to him. So that is Chazal. We mentioned five years ago, six years ago even, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky's thought of Kibur Aim only making sense based on believing in my Sabratius, symbolized by Shabbos. Because after all, all the other nations of the world believe that every generation further on in the history is better, is greater, is more technologically advanced. My parents didn't grow up with this, and my grandparents were so much better, were so much higher. And we know just the opposite. We know this Katnu Hadoros, further from Harsinai, further from the source. So Kibar of Aim said Rabbi Yaakov makes sense if you believe in Shabbos, if you believe in Mysabratius. But says the Chassam Sofer another idea of the connection between the two. Says the Chassam Sofer quoted in source number two. Hello, call ikarish al mitzvahs kibbutz The whole basis of kibbutz and we've had shiurim about it in the past. But the main, the most obvious message, the root idea by kibbutz aim is akaras atov. Right, everything my parents did for me, from the time I was born all the way up. Shemeviu laolam. So akaras atov, you know that you have to. It's an unbelievable achrayis. A shibud that one has to have. But as the Chazam Sofer doesn't, don't Chazal say in Erevin, source two, line two, Noach Lola Adam Shalo Nivra Misha Nivra. It's better that a person would have ever been, wouldn't have ever been created. It's so hard to do all the mitzvahs. It's such a challenge. It's better if he wouldn't have been created. The Gemara says, but now that we're created, we better shape up and we better work on ourselves. But the Gemara says, Yosef told me, So what kind of Akaras Atov do we have for our parents? It's their fault. It's their fault that we're here. So what kind of Akaras Atov do we have to give them? Yosef told Noach Loladim Shalonivra Mishanivra. So what's the whole basis for keeping up aim? Says the Chasam Sofer, Ulafichach, that's what the Torah is saying. Keep it up aim? Veshapsosai Tishmor. Why? Because as we know, Shabbos is one of the mitzvahs that are connected to Kala Torah Kula. 
one of the mitzvos shkulos, Revolbi catalogs seven of them. There might be a few more, but he catalogs seven of them in his sefer called mitzvos shkulos. What do they mean, Shabbos? Shabbos is connected to Kula. If anybody is Shomer Shabbos Kilchaso, Afilo Oven Avodah the Gemara says in Shabbos, Mochlin Lokal Avonosav. He gets Mechilos Avonos, because obviously if he keeps Shabbos, he's doing Shuvah, because he believes in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Meaning, Shabbos wipes the slate clean. If I'm Shomer Shabbos properly, then I'm a perfect tzaddik. So that's not the type of person where we say, Noach lo l'shelo nivra, mishe nivra. The Adam she'en bo chatayim, who mekayim is kala Torah kula. If somebody does not have any sins, he fulfills the entire Torah. Ain omrim alav noach lo shalom nivra. El adar just the opposite. Bola olam who beged their zechus coming to the world is a tremendous merit to him. Umemela ra'uilo v'chabedes harav shehevi'ula olam. So says the chazam so fair. Kibud aveim. What do you mean? It's better that I'm not here. Ah, Shabbos is better that I am here. And therefore, Kibbutz Ava'im makes sense. I should be here because I get to fulfill the mitzvahs of Shabbos, which wipes all of my chatayim from off my record. Shmir Shabbos, yefo ke'en tam v'hazbara. La mitzvah shall ish imo v'avivtiro. So we have Rashi, we have Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky from past years, and we have the Chassam Sofer from this year. Just adding on one thought from his son, the Chassam Sofer, and the very next couple of lines... He picks up on the first word in the Pusik, and that is ish. What's the message of ish? Imova aviv tira'u. Says Chasav Sofer, many times we think, and this is an important halachic point, many times we think that kibbutz of aim is only for when we are children, or for our children. When we give them something, we buy them something, we give them a ride, say thank you, proper midos. But as we get older, and we become the parents, and we become the grandparents, so I'm only the recipient of Kibbutz Ava'im. I still have to give Kibbutz Ava'im. I still have to fulfill Kibbutz Ava'im. So the Torah is alluding to us that that's the Iker Kibbutz Ava'im. When a person is already an adult, Ish, Imova Vivtiro, only once we're more mature, and we realize what it is that our parents did for us. How many children realize what their parents do? They're forced to say thank you. But how many say it naturally? And even as teenagers, we start to realize. But the older we get, the more we realize how we are indebted to our parents. Says the Ksav Sofer, Lo rak bizman sha'adam zakuk lahorav. Not only when a person needs his parents. Amanashe yifarnesu b'mazon v'halvasha. To buy him food and clothing. Hariyamachuyav l'chabdam. He's obligated. Ela afilugam ish. Even when ish imavav tiro. So too then, and maybe especially then, he has to be mechabe them karaui. That's alluded to ish imova vivtiro. And it has been pointed out that if you look at the examples in Chazal, and quoted in the Shulchan Aruch in Yaradeya, what are the examples of kibbutz Ava'im given by Chazal? doesn't give the examples of say thank you if they buy you something. That's not what Chazal say. Chazal say, Malbishehu, Mashkehu, Mechadehu, clothe them. Give them to drink, give them to eat. It's obviously at a stage of life where they can't clothe themselves, where they can't eat themselves. That's Kibbutz Throughout our lives, especially as our parents get older, that's the real Kibbutz Ava'im. And it's amazing because 
we get that to that level of kibbutz of aim by remembering how our parents treated their, our grandparents. And Mamela, as we do that, we're teaching our children how to do kibbutz of aim. So it's really a mitzvah that we are fulfilling by being part of the Mesorah, actively and passively. That's the Ksav Sofer, all alluded to in the word ish. Ish, when a person's already a man, a mature adult, imova vivtiro. Okay. Moving right along, now we get to something major. The Svarno at the beginning of the Parsha. This, mitz, this Parsha, as we mentioned, is jam-packed with mitzvos, all different, all different types of mitzvos. Is there any structure, at least to any part of the Parsha? Is there any, any seder of mitzvos? We know the Sefer Achinus list of mitzvos is chronologically based on the Torah. The Rambam's list of mitzvos has some type of order in terms of importance. There are clusters of mitzvos of the Rambam. We don't exactly know how to explain every point of the Rambam on a conceptual level in terms of the order. Why is this group before that group? But, for example, the first few of the Rambam, the Rambam starts off with believe in Hashem and Yichud Hashem and Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem and Davening, some major ones. But what about the Torah itself? The Torah, obviously, divinely written, has to have an order. You read Kedoshim, it seems like there are many, many mitzvahs just all bunched together. The Svarno tells us, at least at the beginning of the Parsha, there is a specific order and message for us. And we have to see Kedoshim, says the Svarno, in the context of Sefer Vayikra. And what has been discussed up until now, and what is Kedoshim about to say? Says the Svarno, Kedoshim starts the second half of Vayikra. The second half, not, not numerically, but conceptually, what was the first half of Vayikra giving to me, and what is the second half of Vayikra giving to me? And really, if you think about it, the Svarno is telling us, you have to look at it in the context of the Torah. Sefer Bracious is the creation of a nation. Sefer Shmos is that nation <coughs> coming to fruition, leaving Mitzrayim, getting the Torah, building the Mishkan, the end of Parshas Pekudeh, the end of Sefer Shmos, Hashras Hashchina, Kodesh presence resides with Am Yisrael. And now, Vayikra Moshe, beginning of, the, of, of Sefer Vayikra, Hashem calls to Moshe, here's what I need you to command. So what is it? So now we are continuing that conversation. So what is the first Sefer, half of Sefer Vayikra been, and what is Kedoshim doing? Says the Svarno. We'll read it. It's around a few psukim all the way in source number three. Daber al kedoshim to you. Achar shehishra. And the Svarno is a generally underused Rishon. We have to put, a pers- put ourselves and make sure we, we focus on as many Svarnos as we can. Under, underused. Achar shehishra shechinaso Yisrael. Says the Svarno after Hashem. Hashras Hashchina occurred in Am Yisrael. Lekadshem lechayi olam. Kemosha haisa kavana. As was said at Maimon Har Sinai, he's about to put Kedoshim in the context of Maimon Har Sinai. We know that Bereshis and Shmos, Maimon Har Sinai, the giving of the Torah. Va'atem tiulim amlachas konim v'gai kadosh. Uba amro. And also, we said earlier, on Yeshem amalas chameres mitzrayim, was supposed to be holy, was supposed to be holy. What's the first message of being holy? V'hivdilam mitumas hama'achalos. Vahazera bitumas hanida says the Svarno, the first half of Sefer Vayikra, in two words, Sur Meira. That's Sefer Vayikra up till now. Sur Meira. You can already guess what the second half of Sefer Vayikra is going to be. 
Sir Meirah, he warned us about staying away from non-kosher food and non-kosher illicit relationships and Tumah that we're supposed to stay away from. And once you're talking about Tumah, we have a parsha about Sara'as, which is something that we're supposed to stay away from. Stay away from all of this. And connected to that, umichevras hashedim, which was mentioned in Achremos, veruach hatuma, umitomas haarayos. After all of that, and one could say Achremos, which is avodas yom kippurim, is even part of the surmeira. Hashem helps you get rid of those stains once a year. He allows you to wipe it clean. So the entire sefer vayikra. He doesn't focus on Karbanos, but especially according to the Rambam's view of Karbanos, that it is the anti-Avodazara strategy fits in very nicely to this far now. But Vayikritzav, Shmini, Kashrus, Tazria, Tumas Yoledes, Mitzora, Tuma, items that we're supposed to stay away from, that's all, everything. Kisuya, Mitzvah, the Israel of eating blood, last week's parsha, Achremos. All of this, now we get to the second half of Vayikra, and that, of course, is the Asetov. That is, so this is what you have to do to be Kadosh. This is what you have to do. On my line 16, Ata. Shahakavana b'cho elaho azharos hi sheyu kadoshim. It's not just to wipe the slate clean, but it is to go further. V'cho v'zekadeh. And what's the ultimate purpose? After we have removed our tumah, our, our negatives, is to be like God. As we know, what was the purpose of the world? That's the purpose, to be like Hashem, whatever that means. We'll talk about it, Hashem, soon. As much as you could be like me. How, how are we like Hashem? Where did Hashem give us the secret of being like Him? Says the Svarno. Well, there was one time that God spoke to us directly. So, Mistama, that was the key where HaKadosh Baruch Hu was giving us the secret. Aseris Adibros. The beginning of Kedoshim reviews the Aseris Adibros. The first five is what starts the parsha in backwards order. As Chazal sometimes say, that the, sometimes there's a Mishnah, ABBA, right? That type of structure. You explain where you left off. So the first five Dibros, which are the Ben Adam Lamakom Dibros, that's what is explained first, right when Hashem says, Kedoshim to you. It's unbelievable. Now we read the Pesukim. What's the first mitzvah? Quoted. We have to explain the luchos that are on the first luach, the first five. What are the first luchos? The first five to bring us to Olam Haba. All the mitzvahs bring us to Olam Haba, but the first five somehow are representative, are symbolic. After all, what does it say after Dibur number five? At the end of the mitzvah of Kibbutz Avaim, Laman Yarichun Yamecha. So you have Arichas Yamim. He's going against the Pshuto Shalapasik. Right? We usually understand Arichas Yamim specifically for Dibur number five. Right? The Gemara says, Arichas Yamim for Kibbutz Avaim. The Svarno is saying that that Pasik of Arichas Yamim is going back to all five. These first five Dibros. These are the Ben Adom Lamakom Dibros, and they are symbolic. 
And now I'm going to explain them. Five, four, three, two, one. And that's why what's the first Pasuk in the Parsha? The first mitzvah. After saying, Kedoshim to you, Kikadosh. That's the title for the second half of, of, of Sefer Vayikra. Now we're up to the Asetov. We got rid of all of the Tumah and the not kosher and the things you should stay away from. Now you have to get to what's going to bring you close. What's going to help you be like God? And how do you do that? To be a Kadosh. Now we go. First one, Ishimova Vivtiro, right? Which is parallel to Kibbutz Avaim. Lahoros. What is that adding though? Every one of the rep- repetitions here is adding something to those mitzvos. So it said Kibbutz Avaim. Now it says, be in awe of your parents. Right? You could have had a Sarasadibras. Honor them. Give them to eat. Give them to drink. Don't sit in their seat. Now the Torah adds, be in awe of them. Meaning, it shouldn't just be external actions without any inner appreciation of who they are. Because that's missing the entire boat of Kibbutz Aim. If I have no feelings for my parents, and I do it because I have to, and my parents are upstanding individuals that gave me a lot, so I'm missing the whole point. I could do, I could go through the exact motions, whatever halacha calls upon for me to do to my parents. Like the Gemara says in Olam. A person could give their father fancy food and still not get Olam Haba. Meaning, if he's not doing it out of a sense of appreciation and awe of who his father is. That's the secret in this parsha. You have to be in awe of them. That's Ishimo Baviv Tiro. Connected to Kibbutz Avaim. So let's keep going backwards. What's the next Dibor? Dibor number four? Shabbos. What's the next phrase in Parsha's Kedoshim? Shabbosai Tishmaru. Shalom al Shabbos, gracious Bilvad, he is here. And this is not just warning about Shabbos, which obviously is connected to real Shabbos. Aval al Shabbos. On all forms of Shabbos. Shahem Shabbos, gracious. What we call Shabbos, Shabbos Haaretz, Shemitah, Shemitah's Ksafim. That's all going to be in this second half of Sefer Vayikra. All of the Shvisos are to bring us to a recognition of Akadish Baruch. Right, we let the land lie fallow for a year because we recognize who the real Bailam is. He leaves out, Rav Kuberman in the footnotes points out here, that for some reason, Losisa is left out. Unclear why that is. He does not explain why that is. But now we continue back to Debra 2 and Debra number 1. Don't turn towards other gods. Be'er. Shekasher is here v'yamar losasa What is this pasuk adding? That just like when the Hashem warned in the Aseret Zedibros, don't make any graven images. Lo bilvad asar lelohim. Not only is it also to accept them. Aval asar. We go to the right. Afilu lechabdam. You can't give show any respect for them. Velasos masecha b'shos yeduos. Even if one does not believe in them. One cannot have any type of fawning behavior to them. So we have deeper number five, four, two, and finally one. V'chisizbuchu, as the Torah continues, karbanos, give karbanos to God. Lertzon chem tizbachuhu. Right, and that's what he says. Kasher amar anochi Hashem alokecha. 
Shiakablu le loka oso levado. Serve him specifically. Kamoshakimlu be Yitzhiyas Betzrayim as they accepted in Yitzhiyas Betzrayim only davening to him, only giving karbanas to him. That's Parshas Kedoshim and especially the beginning of it. This is the introduction to the rest of the Sefer. And everything has to be seen in that context and he just explained the first few. Again, feel free to follow through in the Svarno's commentary throughout the rest of the Parsha. And in Sefer Vayikra, I just wanted to give you the beginning of it and how he goes through the structure. And the truth is that the roots of the Svarno aren't only his. The roots are already found in Midrashim, quoted by the Ramban here. Two Rambans for the evening, the most famous Ramban in Kedoshim we've done in past years, Kedoshim Tiyu. But at the end of Kedoshim Tiyu, the first Ramban on the Parsha, the famous, probably top famous three Rambans about being a holy person and not being a novel Bershus Torah. In the second half of that Ramban, nobody, get, nobody gets up to there. They read the first half of the Ramban and we're so overwhelmed and awed by that comment. We never read the second half of that same Ramban. But in the second half of that same paragraph, he says exactly similar ideas to what the Sfarno says, linking the beginning of Kadoshim to the Aseris Adibros. So that's number four. V'tam ha-kasuv, she'amar ki kadosh ani Hashem alokeichem. Lomar, she'anachlu nizkele davkabo b'yoseinu kadoshim. We will be zochet to merit to be close to Hashem if we are holy. V'nei zeh ke'inyan ha-dibor ha-rishon b'aseris ha-dibros. The following is related. V'tziva ishimo v'vivtiro ki sham tziva ala kibud v'kani tzav ala mora. Again, he links. There it says Zechira, and here it says Shmira. Right, he goes into the Avodazara. So the Ramban already, without explaining the whole context, like the Svarno did, but he already notes the parallel between the beginning of Kedoshim and the Aseris Adivris. Again, once it's pointed out, there's no, there's no second guessing it. It's obvious that this is somehow linked to the Aseris Adivros. We just got to figure out, so what happened from the Aseris Adivros till now? And that's what the Sfarno did for us. And the Rabban even quotes Midrashim. You see the Midrashim by Yikar Rabba, line 11, Rebbe Levi Omar, Rebbe Shah Aseris Adivros, Kululun Betocha, Anoche Yishem Alokecha, Anishem Alokechem, Lo Yiyelacha, Elohim Asechel Asazulachem, Lo Sisa, he puts later in the Parsha, Lo Sishavu Vishmila Shaker, Zachaz Yom HaShabash, Avsos Adishro, Kabbadis Avichich Yom HaVtiro. And he continues. He doesn't only have the first five. Look at line 15. Lo sirtzach, lo samod al damreyecha. Continuing in, in Kedoshim. Lo sinaf, al tachalaz bitcha Just go through the parsha. Lo signov, lo signovu. Lo sa'ana, lo sedach rachil ba'amecha. Lo sachmod, v'yahavta l'reyecha kamocha. So the Medrash goes through the entire Aseris Adibros and finds parallels to them in our parsha. But again, the Svarno put it into into context. Okay. So this parsha is about being a Kadosh. If we think about it, it's somewhat challenging and hard to be a Kadosh. It's a pretty hard standard a Kadosh Baruch Hu accepts, accept, expects from us to be a Kadosh. Ki Kadosh Ani, what is Hashem's being a Kadosh have to do with my being a Kadosh? Right? Kadosh, if you be only because I'm only. Hashem, we're not you. So what does that mean? He demands be holy because I'm holy. It's like the Rambam says, saying to us, you know, write the Mishnah Torah, because after all, I wrote a Mishnah Torah. Well, we're not the Rambam. So I can't write a Mishnah I don't have the Kalim to write a Mishnah Torah. I'm, I can't. I'm not the Rambam. I'm a different Bria. Says the Talechayim. A new entry for the, for the Parsha Shia, Talechayim, Rav Chaim Cohen, who's uh, rubbed today, is giving Shiurim, he's becoming more and more popular. 
He's called the Chelban. He works in a dairy farm. So the word Chalav. That's his nickname, the Chelban. He has many farm out now. He has through Bamidbar and um, he has on a couple of uh, Moadim. He has a whole sefer on Anabakoach. That's the type of uh, who we're talking about here. He's a Kabbalist and he has beautiful Sfar. Anyway, so first entry. Here we go. Kedoshim to you. Says the Talachayim, we're misunderstanding the first Pasuk of the Parsha. Second Pasuk. Kedoshim to you is not a request. And it's not even a command. Kedoshim to you is a statement of reality. And it's a totally different idea than we've, we're used to thinking. Im Cain, he says in the title, Kedoshim to you, Hachlata Elokit. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's decision. We are holy. Whether we like it or not. It's in our DNA. Hashem is not telling us, please be holy. He's not suggesting for us to be holy. He's telling us, you are holy. Kedoshim Tihiyu. You will be, meaning you are. You will be for generations. Hamuvana Rishon Shal Kedoshim Tihiyu. Hutzivili is Kedoshim. I would have thought that Kedoshim Tihiyu is a command to be holy. Shetzrichem Anu Lehis Ameitz Bachala Mitzvahs. We have to struggle and push ourselves in all mitzvahs. Laman Tisgalep Anu Madregas HaKedusha. So that we will reach that level. But this second idea, says the Zohar HaKadosh, is just a reality. Dechsev, Kedoshim Tihiyu, Kedoshim, obviously translated into Hebrew, Kedoshim Heyu Loksev. Does that say be holy? Ela Tihiyu, Tihiyu Vadai. Amarlei Hachihu, Umikra Ksev. Vatem Tihiyu Li Machamachas Kohanim Vagai Kadosh. Unbelievable diak. What does it say in Parshas Yisrael? Va'atem tiyuli. Hashem told Moshe, go tell them, va'atem tiyuli, mamachas kohen v'gai kadosh. It doesn't say, ask them. It doesn't say, request of them. It says, tell them. Eile hadvarim asher tidaber el b'nei Yisrael. Tell them that this is it. They accept the Torah. This is the reality. It's an announcement. It's a decision. It's not a request. And if that's the case, then our whole life takes on a different, different meaning. Different goals, and it's a chizuk. And it's meant as an encouragement. Why? Go to line 18. What does it mean that we have tselem elokim? What does it mean? We have a chilek of, whatever it means, of a chilek elokami mal. It's not like we ask, hey, I'm not the Rambam, so how can I write the Mishnah Torah? I'm not him. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created us with an affinity towards, towards himself. Kaviyachol. Right? Remember we discussed in years past, the Brisbane Episarim, the thought of Rabbi Yosef Albo in the Sefer Hikarim, the unbelievable thought that what happened by the Brisbane Episarim, Rashi quotes, they cut an animal in half and 
They walked, uh, the Avram walked through it, and then the Shechina, in the form of Aish, walked through it. Ask Rashi, what are they doing? Cutting an animal in half and having a covenant? So what did Rabbi Yosef Abel say? Why was that the derech of covenants? Because when the parties in a covenant walk through two parts, they're basically saying we're one unit. There were two halves of a unit. That's what it means when I make a bris and I walk through the two parts of it. I'm saying that we're two parts. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu was saying, Avraham, I'm half and you're half. And we're one unit together. Kabbalistically, we're connected to Hashem. And therefore, what is it? Kadoshim to you? Kikadoshani. You're connected to me. You're my other half, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says. And therefore... Memewa, you are Kadosh. You just have to reflect that and go and try to get to your inner true self. But you have it in you. We all have it in us. Ki anu chelek mimenu yisbarach v'hu la'olam kadosh v'kadosh la'olam kayam. And therefore, we have to realize, line 23, Mamat HaKodesh Ebi Yisrael, Einenu Talibanu. The root of our Kadusha does not depend on our actions. We have Kedusha because we are the Am HaNivchar, who received the Torah, who accepted the Torah. Ela Hashem Yisbarach, Anu Chilek Mimenu Yisbarach V'chulu. And he says, line 25, Kol HaNefilos Hain Ariyot. Anytime we fall, anytime we feel distant from Hashem, it's temporary. It's a fall. It's a temporary distancing. Ki Muftachim Anu Lashuv HaLaktush Yona. There's a promise. Kedoshim Tiyu means every Jew will come back. What does the Rambam write in Luchas Shuva? He quotes the Chazal from the from Masechus uh, Yuma. Ain Yisrael Nigalon Ela B'Shuva. V'Sofol Lasos Shuva. But Ain Yisrael going to do Shuva before Mashiach, after Mashiach, whenever. But there's a promise. Why Kedoshim Tiyu? Because we are inherently Kadosh. It's a divine decision, not a divine request. I, what about Bechir HaChavshus? We free choice. We're Kadosh. Turning the page, Bechir HaChavshus just decides how long of a journey, how direct of a journey we're going to make it. Are we going to go straight to our inner Pintalayid Kadusha, or are we going to take the long way around? And we're going to meander and wander all over the place until we get to our goal. That's what Bechir does. I'm reading on top Bechira. No Jew has Bechira whether inside he has the Pintalayid. We have it. Period. That's not Bechira. How are you going to get there? We're all getting off at... We're going to the same goal. Did I take a couple of wrong turns? Did I get off at the wrong exit? Am I going the wrong way? Sometimes I can be going the wrong way. And all of a sudden we realize, oh my, I, and there's not another exit for another 20 miles. Right? I'm going the wrong way. But we're still going to the same place. Sometimes we're going in the wrong direction. Sometimes we, we got off and we had a, we had to get out of the car. Well, we're stuck. We're not moving. Continue the marshal as long as, much as you can. But, but that's Bechira Chavshis. That's Bechira. But the goal, where every Jew is going, the goal is to be connected to Hashem. And that's already, it's already on our GPS. It's already, it's already, that's our, that's our, Kodesh Baruch Hu created us with that goal. And then he even says, maybe this difference is the guf and the neshama. 
the neshama is the kadoshim to you. That's what's kadosh. It's our guf that has to work to get to where our neshama is. Line 14. Umikan naskil v'navin. Sheshtei abachino shereinu befirish kadoshim to you. The first thread is also correct. Request. It's both a request and a command. Or it's both a request and a command and a reality. The reality is related to our neshama. We say it every morning. Elokai, kama. Neshama, right, we have to be careful to say it properly. Well, not elokai neshama. Right, elokai is not our neshama. Elokai, kama. Neshama asher nasate We say it. We just don't always have kavana when we say it. That's exactly what we're saying here. So it's a request and it's a reality. The neshama, the inner hidden primius, that is the divine promise. That's the guf. That's our animalistic side that we have to sanctify. We, we approach our lives of sanctifying ourselves knowing that inherently we are sanctified already. We're just trying to bring our guf, our gashmius, our, our world to that reality. So it's natural for every Jew to be holy. That's the natural state. Why is it that we have certain feelings after being inspired, after a, after a spiritual experience that we can never get after any type of physical pleasure in the world? Because that's our natural state, Kadoshim to you. So we have to realize both levels of the Pasik. Kadoshim to you, the command. And Kedoshim to you, the reality. And the command becomes that much easier when we realize that it's already a reality. And the Pasuk makes perfect sense. Kedoshim to you, ki kadosh, ani Hashem alkeichem. Because I'm holy and you're connected to me. And you're my other half, putting this together with the Rabbi Yosef Albo. And that's another idea on the beginning of the parsha. Okay. Moving right along. Some major ideas we have tonight. And here comes another one. Fourth Pasuk in the Parsha. Al-Tifnu el-Ho-Elilim. Do not turn to the Elilim. What are Elilim? Other gods? Avodah Zarah? What does Rashi say? Al-Tifnu el-Elilim. La'avdam to serve them. Elilim lashon al. Kilohu chashuv. Elilim is like the word al. It's like nothing. Nothing's there. That's what they're called. You're service, serving them, but there's nothing there. There's, al, don't turn to nothingness. Al Elilim. Right? Because he would say it's Al, and also, it's all, it's, all, it's, it's nothing there. And then the passage continues, Velohei And don't make gods of metal. Rashi, Tchilasan Elilim Heim. They start off, it start, it went from Elilim to Elohei Masecha. What was that process? It starts off as nothingness, like an L, like an owl, like not meaningless. And it turns into metal gods. How'd that happen? Says Rashi. If you turn after them, you will eventually make them into a god. 
What does that mean? Starts off as Elilim and it becomes Elohim Asecha. Says Rav Yerucham. That's Torah. A take home Rav Yerucham. Rav Yerucham first reminds us of another Rashi back in Parshas Yisrael. Rashi quotes the Mechilta. Look at source number seven, line three. The Mechilta al pasik lo yielacha Elohim achirim. Right? Don't have other gods. V'chi Elohusein. What do you mean other gods? What? There's other gods, and then there's the God. V'halukvar neamar v'nasonis Eloheim ba'esh ki lo Elohimema. They aren't. There's no gods. So what does it mean other gods? How could the Torah even write other gods? Elohim achirim. So Chazal say it doesn't really mean Elohim achirim. Ela. The Achirim is go, not going on the gods. Elohim, Achirim is going on people. Elohim Sha'achirim Osim Otam Elokus. Elohim that others make into Elohims. It's not really Elohims. The Torah is not saying don't turn to other gods inherently. No, it's Elohim that were made Elohims by Achirim. Similar to what Rashi says here. They were Elilim, and when a person made them, they became Elohim Asecha. So what exactly is going on here? Says Rav Yerucham. You know what's happening here? And first he explains it by Avodah Zarah and then he, he relates it to our lives. Avodah Zarah is nothing. It's meaningless. We understand it now that the Yitzhahara of Avodah Zarah was, was wiped out by Chazal. So it's, we, we can know it's foolish. What, bowing down to a tree? Or to a st- you really think that, that making nice to this rock is going to make you rich? We know that's absurd. But what's Avodah Zara? When I take something that's totally absurd, totally nothing, and I'm machshevet, and I make it into a god, that's Avodah Zara. It's Elohim Achirim. It's not. It's Elilim. It's nothing. But the second I convince myself that it's something chashuv. I make it into a God. I make it from an Elil, an Al, a nothing, into an Elohim Asecha. It's Elohim Achirim. Ki Tachain, says Rabbi Yerucham, line 10. Davar Batel Mavutal Batachlazabitl. It's possible that you can have something that's shtuyot, that's meaningless. Vihadam Bahabatasol Adavar, and man, when he looks at it, Ubi Yichuso Elav, and relating to it, Bimaasavya, Senomamish Laeloka. I could have something that's totally false and I could make it into a God. Look around the world. And it's not only the world that existed centuries ago, but in our world. People used to worship trees and totem poles. And all different types of items they made with gold and silver. Just read Tanakh. Read Tanakh. Gold and silver and the, everybody, all the nations of the world believed in this. The gods, just go to any, go to the Israel Museum. See what they used to, the psalm. Thousands of years. And people, it's, it's, they kissed them, they hugged them, they were machshiv them. That, that's, 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 that's Avodazara. Going from an Elil, to an Elohim Asecha, when we take something that's nothing and we give it so much importance in our lives and it plays such a, such a central role in my life, it says that's, that's Elohim Asecha lo And he even quotes the Gemara in Sanhedrin Kofbez, we've quoted this in the past, that Ravashi was about to give shear about 
one of the kings in uh, the times of of, uh, of the of the Navi, and the king comes to him in a dream the night before and says, you know, you would have you would have done the same thing, Ravashi. Don't think that oh, you're gonna you think Abu Dazar is nothing. There was such a power, but it applies in every generation, says Rabbi Yerucham. Just substitute in what the God is. So in those days, it was rock and trees and other items. So one other example, the Gemara gives. The Gemara, the end of Menachas, turning the page, source number eight. So, so Menachas Kuftes, Isa, Tanya, the Brisa says, I'm Rabbi Shua ben Prachia. Bitchila, originally, says Rabbi Shua ben Prachia. Kal ha'omerli Allah I used to say, if anybody offered me a position of, of you know, uh, promotion, making me Rosh Hashiva, if anybody wanted to give me a lot of covid, I used to run away from it. I'm not covid. And he coped up a notion of the Somebody offered me, I used to, I would grab him and say, no, no covet. He used to run away from covet. Now that I'm in this position, if anybody tells, tries to take it from me, I'd pour hot water on him. Now, what is that? We're talking about one of the great uh, Talmudic figures. But what are we talking about here? It's that he originally realized that covet was all covet amadume. It was all nothing meaningless. I'm interested in covid. And he realized that. But once we get a little bit, we start thinking that oh, this is pretty good. I, I enjoy this. I enjoy this covid. Yeah, like it. Hare. And what is he? What's his raya? What about Shalom Melech? Shalom Berach Melech was Barach Mimena. And what happens after he became king? The whole second half of Shmuel Aleph. He doesn't want to give up the kingdom so so quickly. Used to kill anybody who offered it to him, and then he goes to the other extreme. Matthew twelve line twelve Venora. It's scary, says Rav Yerucham. His hafchus ha'adam min akatz el katz. How we could change so quickly. What's the root? What happened to Shaul? What happened to Yeshua ben Prachia? One thing. This is the Sod Kalacha Yetzer. The Eitzahara called Asaum. You make something out of nothing. It could be money. It could be a person's car. It could be anything in life that plays a central role in my life other than Avodah Hashem. It could be myself. I can make myself, which we'll get back to in a minute. It could be anything, any of my possessions. It could be my Torah even. It could even be my Torah. What does it say in Pirkei Avos? Right, we, we, we can't stop learning and we have to feel good about our learning, but, you know, it, there's never an end. Never an end. So he says we have to realize that. To realize that we have to make, we can't make anything into something that shouldn't be something. We're not going to quote the story, he quotes from the Saba right now, but then he quotes on line 31. He says, maybe it all goes back to Andamarishon. Kadesh Baruch Hu was manish Andamarishon after he ate from the Esadas. And what does he say? Ki offer atav yel offer tashuv. You know what Kadesh Baruch Hu is saying? Realize who you are, Adam. I'm giving you a lot of kawah, right? Put this together with the previous Torah we just said. You're a kadosh. You're a kadosh. Anybody has to speak at a at a at a simcha this week? You have a lot to say. Well, they're they're kadosh inherently, right? The parents obviously before we had that. But says Kadosh Baruch Hu is saying, realize, don't take ourselves so seriously. 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu pikeich enav shal Adam arishon. He opened up Adam's eyes. V'gilo lo sod gadol ki afarata. V'lochar miza lo yodea ki afarata. Who doesn't know this? Vachuva is, sometimes we forget. Sometimes we make ourselves into gods. Sha'adam be'emes lo yodea klum ki afarhu. Koach ha'asa'um. Koach ha'zak. Who had to open his eyes and make sure that we realize that the only thing that we can make into something is something that should be made into something that's already something before we make it into something. Anything else would be like taking an Elio and making it, it into an Elohei Masech. Okay, moving right along. We're going to try to get out of this first Aliyah, but uh, we're not going to get there to the last thought. Either way, okay. Next Pasuk. There's so much to say about every Pasuk. Next Pasuk, Pasuk Hei. Now we have Karben Shlamim. When you bring a Karben Shlamim, give it properly. Chazal learn out from that word. Have the proper Kavanas for the Karben Shlamim. Don't think about the wrong Karben. Don't think about Pigol. Don't have improper thoughts. Make sure you have the right kavanas. And don't leave it over. And if you leave it over, which Chazal mean, doesn't only mean if you actually left it over. It means if you thought about leaving it over. Right? It's all about the thought process. Okay? All these details. Two questions. What is this doing here? Right? We just had some major mitzvahs. We had Kibbutz of Aim and Shabbos and Avodah Zarah. And soon we're going to get back to like a chicken paya and don't steal and don't lie and don't swear falsely in my name and and lifnei there and all stuck here in the middle. Yeah, the carbon shlamim. Machshav is about a carbon shlamim. Okay, nothing wrong with a machshav about a carbon shlamim. But what is what is meant by that? Number one. Number two. We're going to get back to that second question. Second. First, we're going to deal with the second question, and that is these are all very important halachos. Proper machshavos for a carbon for a carbon shlamim. But why dafka are these taught to us about a carbon shlamim? There are many karbanas. Ola is the first one. Why is it that the Torah chose to teach us? Here is where the Torah tells us that you have to have the proper thoughts in a carbon in karbanos. Why dafka by a carbon shlamim? Is that what? We are supposed to get out of it. Why not by any other carbon? So we're going to deal with the second question, the second question first. And that's dealt with by Rav Zevin in La Torah, Villa, Villa Moadim. Source number nine. Source number nine. Says Rav Zevin, Bidicha Amamit Yeshna. There is a, there is a old joke. Rabusa Gedula Lomar. Is it such a great thing to, thanks. We all say before we do mitzvahs. Not all of us. Some of us. Right? People who have that minog. We're not going to get to the Nod of Yehuda right now. But either way. So we say, He says, I'm ready, I'm prepared to drink the Dalad Kosos. Is that a really hard mitzvah to do? To drink? A lot of people like to drink. Says Rav Zevin, you know, if we had to drink four Kosos of oil, now that would be Hinnity, Muchan, and Mazuman, right? Or Zephet, Pitch, something disgusting. Hinnity, Muchan, and Mazuman. Says of Zevin, what's the Chiddush? It's Av, Hinnity, Muchan, and Mazuman. The answer is because it is harder. But the message of that is that when we enjoy something and when we feel good about something, it's harder to do it with Shem Shemayim. 
As the Malbim once said, it's easier to fast Lishma on Yom Kippur than to eat Lishma on Erev Yom Kippur. Right? Eating Lishma on Erev Yom Kippur, yeah, we're, it's Lishma. For the Mitzvah Daraisa, the only weekday of the year there's a Mitzvah Daraisa to eat. So it's harder to eat on Erev Yom Kippur Lishma than to fast on Yom Of course, fasting on Yom Kippur. Says Rav Zevin, Lefichach, turning the page, not going to read the whole thing inside to save time. By a carbon Ola, well, you have to mention that the carbon Ola should be Lashem Shamayim and Lashem and everything perfect. Of course, a carbon Ola. I'm not eating anything but a carbon Ola. It's somewhat easier to be mock of a carbon Ola, Lashem Shamayim. Because that's something that's totally related to God. But a Shlamim is, in quote, it's, it's Kotshe Kalim. I'm a Yisrael. I eat it. My family eats it. The Kohen eats some. I can eat it anywhere in Yerushalayim. It's a more laid-back carbon. That's the Chiddush. Even by this laid-back carbon, remember it's a carbon. Have perfect kavanas. Because life's about having the perfection even in the shlumin part of our life and not only in the Ola part of our life. And then in classic Rav Zevin style, Rav Zevin says, on line 8, Kayote Badavar, Basara Ma'amaros Nivraha Olam, Ubaaseres Hadibros Nitnaha Torah. The world was created with ten Ma'amaros of God, and the Torah was given with Aseres Hadibros. Says Rav Zevin, one cannot exist without the other one. Asara Ma'amaros symbolizes the world. Aseres Hadibros symbolizes the Torah done by Am Yisrael. The world would have no purpose. Were it not for Bnei Yisrael Mekayim Aseres Hadibros. But the Aseres Hadibros in a vacuum have no place to have their ultimate fulfillment were there not a world. Like the Gemara says in Shabbos, the Malachim do not keep Aseres Hadibros. It's only for humans. So says Rav Zevin, Asara Ma'amaros and Aseres Hadibros. The world cannot exist without the Torah. What happened to the generations before the Torah? How many generations were destroyed before the Torah? So you need the Torah. But on the other hand, just having the Torah without the world also. And the world is the world that we live in, the carbon shlamim world, not the carbon ola world. And we have to perfect even the carbon shlamim part of our life, the part of our life where we are involved in the Gashmias. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu calls upon us to perfect that part of our lives as well. That's dealing with the second question. But getting back to the first question for a moment, and that is, what is this doing here? In the middle of all these other mitzvos, why do we have Hilchas Karbanos? In the middle of Shabbos and Kibbutz Ava'im and not stealing and not lying and Lifne Iver, says Rav Chaim Dov Shevel, at the... Uh, Famous for the, the, his Ha'aris on the Ramban, or Abinah Bachai and others. But he also, in the Sefer I quoted a few weeks ago, the Tzion Minat, Minat Torah, Sefer put out about 50 years ago, on Pashas Kedoshim. See, he asked this question, what is this doing here? And he says, this is what I think. This is what I think. Let's go to where he has his idea, turning the page for a minute. Line 10. V'hinei Allah b'dayti lomar. The Torah is teaching us something major by putting Hilchas Karbanos in the middle of all these other halachos. And it's kind of the opposite idea of that Rav Zevin just said. 
Bishosh Anum is asking Bidvarim Kedoshim, Alni Yakalim Bidaitenu, Lachshov, if we're dealing with Karbanos, we might think it's so holy inherently. What do I have to focus so much on what I think about? Is what I think about so important here? I'm, I'm bringing the carbon. Don't think that just going about your business and going through the motions and the actions of the Maisa HaMitzvos, I've done all I need to do. There's so much more in Yahadus. It's all about the thought that goes into it and the feelings and the Kiyum HaMitzvah and not just the Maisa HaMitzvah. You have a carbon here. There's nothing more holy than a carbon. And yet it could be ruined if I don't have the proper thoughts. And that's why it's right in the middle of all these other mitzvahs to teach us is not just about doing the mitzvah, but it's about thinking about the mitzvah. It's about what's going into the mitzvah. And says Rav Shavel, and that's why it's dafka by a shlamim, because shlamim can only brought by, be brought by a Jew. Other nations can bring olas, not shlamim. Why? Because this is a uniquely Jewish idea. The synthesis of the action and the thoughts. The creed and the deed. We believe in both. Tshuva is not, I'm, 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 you know, I, I'm sorry, finish. No. To translate it into action. Thoughts and actions. And that's what this is doing right in the middle of Parshas in the section, the first Aliyah here in Parshas Kedosh. Okay, there's a lot more here in those thoughts. But I just wanted to end with one more topic. And that is at least, let's get out of the first aliyah. Parag Yotas Pasachav Gimel. The mitzvah of Arla. Mitzvah of Arla. We know the first three years that we plant the fruit tree, we are not allowed to benefit from the fruit. The fourth year we bring it up to Yushalayim, that's the Ravai. And after that, fifth year and on, we then can benefit. So what is the message behind the mitzvah of Arla? If one has a fruit tree, so then one is Zochet to be kind this um, actual, an actual practicality. If somebody doesn't have any fruit trees, we have to learn about it. Three ideas, quickly, about the mitzvah of Arla. The Ramban, the Rambam, and the Kleyakar. Says the Ramban, second the Ramban, there are major Rambans on this week's parsha. Kedoshim Tiyu, we've done already. V'yatlarecha Kamocha, we've done already. Here's another one. Arla is another one. The Kilayim, we've done already. The cloning Ramban. This is a fourth. We did the earlier Ramban about Sarasadibris. There are major Rambans on this week's parsha. So what's 13? Vitama mitzvah zos. What's the reason for our law? Lechabedes Hashem ereshes kol tvuasenu mipriya eitz vitvuas akeren. To give honor to Hashem from our fruit. Says the Ramban, just to say it outside. We want to give the Shem, Hashem the first of the best of our fruit. The problem is, says the Ramban, for the first three years, fruit trees don't really produce that much. So we want to give Hashem the first, but we're going to give Him the first year's fruit? Such inferior produce. The second year, it takes three years to get the, get the tree going. So that's why we wait till the first three years, nothing. The fourth year, that fruit we want to give to, how do you give fruit to Hashem? You bring it and you eat it in Yerushalayim. That's why you have to wait. The Arla then, according to the Rabban, is linked to the fourth year, the Ravai, the mitzvah of Ravai. But that's the Ramban. Basically, to gain cover to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's why the first three years have to be off limits. The fourth year, when it grows the best, now you bring it to Yerushalayim. Number one. The Rambam, Kedarko Bakodesh, in Moranavuchim, quoted in the Ramban himself, says, well, the sorcerers that used to work for the Ovli Avodah used to have magic in order to make 
trees produce fruit very quickly, even before they naturally they would produce fruit, using dark side forces. So that's why Arla, first three years, no way. Nothing, says the Ramban. Another anti-Avodah mitzvah, according to the Ramban. The Ramban. But let's just end off tonight with the Klayakar. The Klayakar, and this Klayakar is important for what he says and what he reflects. That there's so much depth to every mitzvah that we have in the Torah. What's Arla about? Says the Klayakar, Maisa Bracious. Arla reminds us of Maisa Bracious. How? As it reminds us of Maisa Bracious? Fascinating. Says the Klayakar. Third line. Vashenire karav lamuska, lomar, shemitzvazui kede laso zikar lamaisa bracious, kikula nivru biyam rishon. As Rashi quotes in Sefer Bracious, and Parshas Bracious, really everything was created on day one. Bracious baralokim as hashemayim vesaaretz. But it did not exit the ground until later in the days of creation. Everything was created right away, Rashi says. So on day one, day two, day, it was there. It just didn't come out until later. Remember? The grass, the trees, everything was there originally, but it didn't come out until, until day three. Day three, when? That's when the Desha. The Avavijet Samchuba Gimel, and even though it grew on day three, but it wasn't visible until day four when there was the sun and the moon, and the stars, and natural forces started that brought it then out and helped it grow. So the first three days, it was there, but it was not there. Arla. The fourth, it was there, but nobody could enjoy it. There were no beings created yet on the fourth. It was all just L'Shem Shemayim. Bring it to Yerushalayim. That's fourth year. Only from day five, now, animals started being created, and eventually man... Now it can be enjoyed. That's from year five and on. Nimsa shayimachusim abuti niran lachilad yom dalid alkain tzivalasos ikarlam isabrachis shayimachusim batumim. It's closed off the first three years, like the first three days. Ubiyom arevi on day four. Alpha bishining rabbi shulam. It was ripe, but there was nobody in the world to enjoy them, animal or man. So that's like bring it to God's town, Yerushalayim in order to be mahalel mishabeachim. And only on day five, when Baalei Chaim were created, now it can be enjoyed. Now you can do with it as you please. Now that you recognize that everything comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So this mitzvah of Arlo, which you think is just about farmers, we have a zeichel amayis right here in the mitzvah of Arlo. The Ramban, the Rambam, and the Klayakar. We should be zochet to try to understand and appreciate every mitzvah in Kedoshim and in every Parsha as we have. Those are the plug for the Mitzvah Shir, which is also on our OU website, OU.org. We're in the 570s now. But feel free to enjoy every Mitzvah. Every Mitzvah, there's something to discuss and to delve into and to appreciate. Okay, we'll stop here.